You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have a great new friend to introduce you to, and her name is Summer Day. Say hi, Summer. I'm excited because we've been doing this series on anxiety and overcoming and experience peace. And Summer's entire platform is how to move from fear into faith. So Summer, why don't we start off by talking a little about about what is fear? Where does it come from? And why is everybody plagued with this fear? Even young kids with this whole pandemic, I've heard of like elementary school kids that are having anxiety attacks and fear. Yeah, well, fear is straight from the enemy. And the more you read God's word, the more you start to realize what shows up in your life with fear. When I first went through the Bible, I was actually pretty shocked at just how many times God tells us not to fear. And when I did my research, if you don't know, it's actually 365 times in the Bible that God says not to fear. And then if you add in like not to tremble, not to worry, it's actually over 600 times in the Bible, God tells us not to fear. And then I studied, well, what about the 10 commandments, right? Everybody's pretty much heard of the 10 commandments, whether they're a believer or not. What's probably the worst thing in there that God included in the 10 commandments. And it's about thou shalt not kill or not murder, right? Right. Well, that's got to be in the Bible, like hundreds of times as well. And it's not from my research, thou shalt not kill or murder is actually only in the Bible 10 times. They say that it's three times directly in the 10 commandments referenced, and then about another seven times indirectly. And so I don't know about you, but if you have like scales in front of you, right. And you're looking at 10 times don't murder. And you're looking at 365 or even 600 times not to fear or worry, like which one's going to weigh more. Exactly. And, and so I had kind of my mind blown. I'm like, wait a second. I'm pretty sure that you, Lisa, like you would never even conceive of murdering anyone. Right. You would never do that. Like you, you, that would just never be a thing for you. And yet I'm pretty positive. You've walked in fear in your life, maybe even today, like most of us, but God says not to fear hundreds of times and only 10 not to murder. So I believe that fear is not just a big deal. It is a giant, huge, big deal because he also, he doesn't ask us like politely and nicely. Like he doesn't say like, you know, Lisa, sweetheart, like maybe that's something you don't want to do today, or it might be a better idea not to like, it's usually do not fear. It's, it's like commandment, do not fear. He's not messing around. And so what's going on in this world and what's going on with COVID, I mean, we are seeing so much just hand of the enemy, like everywhere. You know, for me, I look around and I, it's like, I see so much demonic activity and so much stuff going on in people. And, and what do I think the root of it is? It's fear. Fear. If fear is not from God and fears from the enemy, and we're walking around with all this fear like the enemy's having a holiday 
And it's, it's like a, a New Year's party that's now 4 a.m. And it's like never ending. Right. It's never ending. And so I think that we've never lived in a more critical time to understand what the Bible says about fear and to do whatever it takes to walk out of it. Because it, it is a very big deal. One of the things that I find shocking is that when I look in the mirror, like you said, it's it's the church. Like it's not people that don't know the Lord that are you know, trembling in fear. So we can go to them and tell them not to fear. It's, it's ourselves. Like, why am I struggling with this? Why do I feel anxious? Why, why I know the truth. Why is that? How is that having such an impact on our lives, the church when it should have no place in, in our lives? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and fear shows up in so many crafty ways too. You know, I do a whole teaching about all of the crafty ways that fear shows up in our life because sometimes we don't recognize that anger is usually rooted in fear. That's right. Stress, overwhelm, pressure, guilt, shame, condemnation. A lot of all of that is is rooted in fear. And when you think about it, like everybody knows like there's no condemnation in Christ, right? No condemnation in Christ. Well, if there's no condemnation in Christ, And fear is causing us to walk around a lot of times actually in self-condemnation, right? A lot of times we're walking in self-condemnation that also separates us from God. The way that I like to describe it is fear is like putting up like your hands above your head right here and you're blocking God's blessings in your life. Like, I believe God is a God of abundance. He's a God of suddenlies. He's a God of surprises. He's a God of delights in his children. And He's asked us not to walk in fear. So when we walk in fear, we are like putting this block between us and God going, you know, I know you have great things you want to rain down on me, but, and we're choosing this heaviness and we're choosing this fear. And I have seen this with countless people that have walked out of the fear and suddenly there's all of this blessing in their life. There's all of this favor in their life. And it's because it's biblical when they're walking out of fear, they're suddenly not walking in as much condemnation. And so suddenly they have so much more Christ within them because they're no longer dwelling in that condemnation or in that fear. And like I said, I've just seen it countless times. When you step out of fear, it's like you're taking fear off the throne of your heart and allowing God to be on the throne of your heart, which is what he wants. We were just talking about that with some friends the other day. I was like, fear is actually showing that you don't trust God. Like, what are you fearing? Well, I'm fearing that I'm going to get sick. So you don't trust God to be your healer. You don't trust God to be with you. You don't Mm -hmm. trust God to, what is it that you're fearing? And you can see where your idol is. And that idol is replacing your trust in God. So when we look to God, when we see, and we're surrendered to the sovereign God, then that really shrinks our fear back, right? Mm -hmm. I actually put it this way. So if it's 10 times not to murder, and it's hundreds of times not to fear, is fear deliberate disobedience to God? Wow. I think it is. I think that fear is deliberate disobedience to God. All right. So then tell us, what is the solution? (laughs) I wish I could say it's super easy. It takes time for people, right? Well, the first thing is recognizing recognizing that fear has no place in your life. It does not have a place in your family, in your leadership, in your job, in anything that you want to create. That's the first thing. Be in the word. 
Ask God to show you all of those scriptures. When I read, I try to underline anything that mentions fear and be in the word. And then the first biggest step is you got to decide. You got to make a decision and say, you know what? I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. Fear is disobedience. And so I'm going to choose to walk out of it. Am I going to be in perfection? No. Is fear still going to come up? Yes. But I'm going to make that my goal is to choose out of fear anytime that it's going to come up. So the first thing is you have to make that decision that you're going to be done, that you're going to break all agreements. And if that's you, then you're going to get on your knees and ask God to forgive you. He is a God of forgiveness, but you're going to ask him to forgive you for deliberately disobeying what he has spelled out so concretely in his word. Ask him to forgive you for the agreements that you have made with fear. That's, that's the big, huge step one. Absolutely. That is, that is pretty thinking about, I'm just sitting here pondering what you're saying that fear is direct disobedience to God. What? That's, (laughs) that's pretty impactful. I do think the church has kind of fallen asleep. All of us, like what did believers look like a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago? And now we we're just kind of blending into the world. We're being more and more like them. I don't have anything against taking medication. I'm not, I, I don't speak against it. I think if you need medication, you should take medication. But I do think that there's a great population that are over-medicated and taking medication to remove fear, but that's not dealing with the root of the problem. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so I have a whole teaching. We don't have a whole hour, but I have a whole formula actually of shifting out of fear um, and into faith and acronyms even to help you remember, right? The great Zig Ziglar says that fear is false evidence appearing real. Yeah. And so that's another thing that you do is when you're feeling the fear, because fear is a natural reaction, right? Is asking yourself, where is this? What is the false evidence that's appearing real? Sometimes anger is, is it's not even coming from what's in the moment. It's coming from fear of the past, reliving itself in your life. And so we talk a lot about how to shift out of that, how to recognize what it is you're feeling, and then looking at the facts, what are the real actual facts? Because a lot of times your feelings are lying to you, right? Absolutely. So what are the actual facts? And then there's a formula for stepping into faith, okay? And it's it's an, it's actually two acronyms. The first one is if you want to step out of fear and you want to walk into more faith, the first thing is that the F stands for forgiveness. Forgiveness is another huge thing that a lot of people don't talk about in the church and that Christians are not recognizing. But Jesus himself, when they asked, how should we pray? He gave us that prayer, right? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. Forgiveness is biblical and forgiveness is powerful. And when you're walking in unforgiveness, how does it come up? It can come up as fear and anger and all of those other emotions. And, And how do I know this? Because fear in my life was debilitating me so much that I was diagnosed with panic disorder. I had anxiety. I had depression. I was on meds for all of those. I had severe PTSD. They actually, um, two therapists were wanting me to go to inpatient treatment for severe PTSD. And then when it got even another level of out of control, I started having seizures and I started having 20 seizures a day, terrified that the next day I was going to have a hundred seizures. They put me on medication. I did three days of getting my brain analyzed and what shifted for me, Lisa, was deep-rooted forgiveness work, biblical forgiveness work. It took me several weeks with an amazing mentor of mine. And guess what happened? All of that stuff, all of it, all of it stopped. All of it walked its way out of my life 
way more than in medication. So if you're walking in fear and you want to walk in faith, that's the F is forgiveness. The next one is, oh my gosh, I usually write this down on a whiteboard. <laughs> okay. Forgiveness. I have, I, I heard a teaching once and it said they, they, they did a study in the church and they, the pastor said, raise your hand. If you know that the foundation of our faith is based on forgiveness <sighs> and everybody raised their hand. And then they said, raise your hand. If you know that we are called and commanded to forgive as God forgave us and everybody raised their hand and they said, now raise your hand. If you struggle with forgiveness, forgiveness of others or self and everybody raised their hand. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what yeah. a picture, what like, Lord, let that not be me. Help me to be quick to forgive. Help me. There's a writer, her name, I can't pronounce her last name, but my friend was just talking about this on a podcast yesterday. Um, Lisa Turkist. And she, in her book, she says that her a counselor told her, make a list of everyone you needed to forgive. And when mm -hmm. she came with him, she said, she told her, her counselor, you know, I'm having struggling forgiving these people. And he said, that's okay. And he put a little felt red sticker next to it. And he says, when you get to something you can't forgive, you touch this piece of material and you say, I can't forgive you yet, but you are covered by the blood of Jesus. And I choose to forgive you, even though my feelings don't line up and I that's think, powerful yes and i think that's something we all need i can't forgive my emotions won't agree with it yet but in obedience i'm choosing to look at the cross and forgive you that's good that's so good i have walked countless women through this forgiveness stuff now in my coaching program and i find that the more their emotions didn't want to forgive the the more painful it was for them to let go because it was a very traumatic thing that happened right the greater god showed up in their life That's every cool. time the greater the breakthrough the greater the shift so many things we had a lady that was um even she, she was trafficked at a very young age wow. four decades of unforgiveness washed off of her she is such a new woman it's amazing what god can do when you step into his biblical principles and so A is for your attitude. And I always say that um, attitude rhymes with gratitude for a reason, because you are the one that can shift into faith by changing your attitude and checking, are you walking in gratitude? I have had some of the darkest times in my life where all I did every day was write down three things a day I'm grateful for, angry, mad, bitter, hurt, and it started to make a difference. So yeah. once you've forgiven, you get to step into gratitude. And the I is inspiration. If you're not walking in the level of faith you want, Hopefully you're listening to this amazing podcast, mm -hmm. which is going to inspire you. A lot of people are filling their brain with the news and all of these other crazy things that are not inspiring them. Make sure you're being filled with good worship music, good lyrics, good movies, good podcasts, things that are going to inspire you. Be listening to people that have the level of faith that you want, because that is the direction you will walk. The T is for trust. We've got to trust God. The great, amazing Dr. Clarice Fluitt says, will you choose to agree with God? You choose to take him at his word, which is don't fear. You choose to take him at his word. And the last one is hope. If you want to have more faith, you have got to choose to step into hope, to believe that his promises are true and to be able to stand on that. And then the last acronym is when all else fails and it's faith, F-A-I-T-H, you can forward all issues to heaven. Wow. If you are just, I can't get that faith. I can't whatever, then just forward whatever that issue is to heaven, that unforgiveness, whatever it is. And just say, God, I am, I'm forwarding this to you 
because he's asked us to. He says to put our burdens onto the cross, right? He already paid the stripes. So that's what it is. You just forward all issues to heaven. Wow. I love it. You need to come to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) You need to come to Texas. Well, listen, I love Texas, so I'm willing. Well, Okay, so you've you've given us a few great tools, a few great acronyms. Let me ask you this. When you're speaking to women and you're hitting that wall where they're like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but you don't know what I've been through. Yeah, but you don't know what, what can make a difference for somebody listening right now that has all the reasons why their, their fear is real because they're struggling with an illness because they've been through years of abuse and they're afraid it's going to happen again. Like when you meet with somebody whose mindset isn't ready to shift, what would you say? What would you speak to that person's heart right now? Well, the first thing that I usually say is that there is no exception on the back of the cross. There isn't. There's nobody's name. Jesus didn't, you know, die for everybody's pain and sins except yours, Lisa, or except mine. There is none. Like he took all of it and they have a choice to accept it or not, but he took all of it. There is zero exception. And the other thing that I do is I will just share stories because that, that lady that I just mentioned, that's it. Like I call her the unicorn. I was like, I don't know anyone else. She's walked through the level of like trauma that she has. And I actually do a lot of work with trafficking. And so I know a lot of women who have survived trafficking and just some of the most horrendous stories. And so I'll try to share a story to, to inspire them and, and tell them like the first thing that they usually have to do is walk through forgiveness for themselves when they're that broken. And then to recognize like grace and mercy is already a free gift. You get to decide, like, you got to picture God is like, it's like Christmas morning. God's knocked on your door and he's there and he has this beautiful gift, but you're like, no, that's for everyone. But me shut the door. Yes. All you have to do is open that door and just let him in. And so I always lead them through prayer. I always lead them through prayer that God will plant that seed of at least, okay, this person walked through this, this person walked through this, this is possible for me. And then don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Go be in the word and ask him, show me your promises that I can stand on. Show me that it's true. Go look in the new Testament. Go see everything that God, that, that, that Jesus spoke. Jesus says to love. He's simple. Jesus is two things. Love our God, right? All our strength, soul, might, all that. And love your neighbor as yourself, as yourself is the part the church leaves out a lot. Yes. God actually has asked us to love ourselves, And usually the woman that you're speaking to, that you're speaking about, she doesn't love herself. No. That pain and everything has crippled her. I start with that, believing that God's promises are true and that God actually created you. And all he wants is for you to be able to, to love yourself the way that he loves you that you are uniquely made and all the scriptures of like, he knew you since the foundation of the earth. He counts the hairs on your head. Yes. All of that. He told Jeremiah, I've known you in the womb, right? Those are kind of the things I start with. I just read a quote the other day and it says hope or expecting, right? Hope is expected phase, right? So it says fear is hoping or expecting that the devil will move and faith is hoping or expecting for God to move. That is awesome. I'm stealing that. That's really and good. I'm like, I, I want to be that person that's, I'm expecting God to move because I know he'll move. For many years of my faith walk, I knew he would work in your life and I knew he could work in my life. 
So I had to finally realize after decades of him showing up, you know what? He shows up. Even when I don't get what I wanted, even when I don't get what I thought was going to happen, like I just lost two very close people in my life and certainly didn't answer the prayers the way I expected, certainly didn't heal the way I expected, but I sat back and watched him show up from turmoil and pain and discord and just waves of peace come over the family in the room. And I want to be that person that's standing in faith and I'm expecting my God to show up. Amen. And something else that I actually learned this year is that there's a huge difference between having faith in God and having the faith of God. Most of the Christians showing up in church on a Sunday, they have faith in God. They believe that he's real. That's why they're there. But God wants us to have the faith of God the mustard seed faith that can move the mountains, yes. the faith to pray for the sick and that they, they can be healed. That is what he actually wants from us. It's for us to have the faith of God. Absolutely. And what a difference that would make in our fear walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fear can just walk right out the door because I'm letting faith in. Amen. Amen. And, and as I said before, like fear is going to happen. Fear is part of this world, but it's what are we going to choose to do in that moment? How quickly are we going to get, you know, punched down by fear, but then get it back up and be like, no. And I, I've had that. I, I literally talk to fear out loud. People think it's crazy, but I do. I had one time when I, when I was backstage at a, a theater show and I, I caught my heel and I tripped right next to these giant concrete stairs where, I mean, I just would have toppled down. I would have possibly broken my neck and died, would have ended up in the hospital. And it was a production of Annie with all these little kids on stage. <laughs> it would have been very traumatic. <laughs> and I just caught myself, I mean, nails grinding into the railing and instantly my whole body was like, oh, we need to have a giant panic attack. I mean, we almost like, it's just freaking out. And I sat down for a second. My husband was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I stood back up and I said, yes, I am absolutely fine. Fear. Don't you dare lie to me. I didn't die. I didn't get hurt. I caught the railing. I am okay. You get to go. Wow. And it was gone. Yes. Because I just spoke with authority and I was like, no, I'm fine. You're not going to create an alternate reality for me. That's not true. And so that's what we get to do when fear comes up is call it out and say, no, I am not going to make this decision based on fear. I'm going to do what you said, because either I'm going left and choosing the fear over here. I'm going right. And I'm choosing the whole, the, what'd you say? It was the faith over here. Yes. So I'm, I'm either going to go into alignment with the plans that the enemy has for me or the plans that God has for me. I will choose to agree with God. Right. And it's not that we're not going to have fear because we're going to experience it. It's an emotion that directs our decisions. Mm -hmm. However, I think about like when the angel came to talk to Mary, don't fear. And when Jesus came back, he entered the room and said, don't fear, don't fear, don't fear. He knew we were going to like, wait a minute, what's going on? He says, don't fear. And then I think I want to be the one that said, okay, he's in the room. Right. I always say like when the disciples were in the boat and they hit the storm and they were all freaking out and then they woke Jesus, Jesus, don't you know we're dying? I'm like, I want to be the one disciple that was just with my feet up looking back at <laughs> guys. He's in the boat. He's in the boat with us. And yeah. that's just that daily reminder. Do not fear. Why? Because I am with you because I am the Lord, your God. I am with you. So don't fear. Don't be discouraged. Be strong and courageous because I'm with you. His presence makes all the difference. And the Bible also says that what you fear will fall upon you. 
what you fear will fall upon you. And so if you're walking, like afraid that people are going to judge you, well, you're going to get judged anyway. Like what I you know. fear is going to fall upon you. And so the only fear I tell people to have is have the fear of the Lord. I want the Lord to fall upon me. So I'm going to walk around with my, you know, healthy fear of the Lord. Exactly. If you're going to be afraid of X, Y, Z, the Bible says what you fear is going to fall upon you. Exactly. This is so good. We got to have <laughs> you back on. I think we should do like a monthly podcast together. Just <laughs> well, to we can fire and encourage women. So where can the ladies find you? Okay. I got a couple of things. One, I already said, come to Texas. So yeah. we do live events called fear into faith live and podcasts are great. Zoom calls are great. All that's great. But there is something about being in the room, being belly to belly, shoulder to shoulder, hands on praying the yes. way that we're called to in the Bible. So we have that event in San Antonio, Texas, January 28th through the 30th. Um, and we will be there and we'll Holy spirit fire is going to show up. That's all I know. And I, I, I wanted to offer you a free ticket. We would love for you to be there if there's somehow you can make it out there. And Lisa, I also want to offer you a free ticket for any one of your listeners. So if you want to decide how you'd like to give that away, if yes. people comment or, or send you messages or what, and maybe there's a woman who's just like listening to this and she's like, oh my gosh, yes, my fear is killing me. I got to be there. I want to, I want to give you that to gift away to however that is for you. You'll just Wonderful. get in contact with my office and we'll do that. And so we would love for anybody listening to join. I mean, if you have connected with this at all, don't be stoppable. Don't let money, airplane tickets, COVID, any of these things stop you. Cause that is fear. That is fear. And we had a lady in July who drove 40 hours from Canada one way what? and 40 hours back. And you know what? God says you reap what you sow, right? So your level of commitment to get there causes a giant reaping of a harvest. And Absolutely. she's like, I'm doing it again in a heartbeat because what got created in her life was unreal. We also had ladies that like got healed. We had a lady who's had years of infer infertility, who's pregnant. So all kinds of amazing things that God did. So that's one. They can also, if they want to get my, my free ebook, I have an ebook called fire your fear and the website's really easy. It's fireyourfearnow.com. So I'd love to just Great. gift that to anybody. Um, and it will talk about some of the techniques and things that I walk clients through to help them, um, shift into that. Great. And what about your social media? My social media, um, I am at the summer day on Instagram. Um, summer day D E Y and I'll add e that oh, in yes, our notes. You. Yes. Summer day is spelled with a D E Y. Um, our Facebook page is fear into faith on, um, Facebook, uh, my personal website. If you want to just learn more about me, about my coaching, all the things that I do, uh, is summerday.com. Once again, day is D E Y. So summerday.com has all of the details about me. You can get tickets for the event there. If there's anybody else listening that wants to get tickets, Lisa, we can also create a special discount code for your people as well. So um, if there's anybody who wants to go, we can do a $30 discount code and we'll give you a coupon to share with anyone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today and for inspiring us to move from fear into faith, a greater faith, a good faith, faith of God. So yeah. would you, what's any last message that you have for our listeners? And then if you could pray us out in closing. Oh, I would just love to share if you're listening this, you know, I just finished reading Esther. And so I just have to say like, like you were created 
for such a time as this by a master who calls you his masterpiece. Wow. And that, that, that is how he sees you. And you were made for right now. And you were made on purpose and with purpose. And fear stops you from the purpose that God has laid out from your life. So I just pray that you will do whatever it takes to walk out of that fear, walk into the purpose with God and see what he will create with greater as a measure of faith for you. So I'll, I'll just pray. Yes. So Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to, to be on this podcast, for this opportunity to speak into lives. Father God, we just pray that you will bring the tidal wave of listeners where this message will, will, will bring them to their knees for you. This message will, will call them to crumble and to humble themselves about the disobedience that they've walked in with fear. Father God, we just pray that all the chains of fear would be broken in Jesus' mighty name, Father God, that this would raise up warriors for your kingdom that will take a stand and say, ah, ha, ha, enemy, I see you. I see what you've created, and I say no more. Father God, raise them up to be the light on the hill that shines so bright, that draws other people to it. Just like how the, the, a fly or an insect is drawn to that light, Father God, let them say no more and crawl, whatever it takes, bleeding, battered, whatever, they get to that top of the mountain to be that light that you have called them to be so that others will be drawn to that. Father God, just as how COVID and, and everything that has happened has just caused this tidal wave of fear, Father God, we say no more in Jesus' mighty name. We break all those agreements with fear, Father God. And we say yes to you. We say yes to taking back territories. We thank you that you are in the midst of creating the greatest revival that anyone living on this planet has ever seen, Father God. And I pray that those listening feel that in their belly. They feel it in their, they feel fire just all over, Father God, that this is true, that you have created them to be the remnant, to be at this time. And Father, I just ask that they are inspired. They are inspired to press forward, Father God, in your word, that every single one of them seeks you on a deeper level, seeks you in the morning, seeks you where you'll be found, and that you will bring them signs and wonders, Father God, that this will plant the seed, and then that you will bring them confirmation after confirmation after confirmation to be rid of the fear in their life, and that it is not serving you, serving them. Bring them phone calls out of nowhere. Bring them signs on the side of the road, Father. Bring them things that they cannot deny that you are speaking directly to them. And Father God, I pray that the message of there is no exception on the back of the cross hits that woman hard that has felt like her pain and her shame and her guilt is too much. Father, I ask right now in Jesus' name that she would lay that burden at the foot of the cross and be done with it. I thank you and I praise you for Lisa. I thank you for her heart to want to have more faith. I thank you for her diligence to do this podcast, Father God. And I thank you for the anointing on her life. I pray that no schemes of the enemy can stop what you have started in her. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And I look forward to meeting again with you soon. Woohoo! Thank you for listening, friends of God. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?